This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, people of all ages, uh, descents, and uh, dissidents. Um, we are currently banned uh, from, well, maybe we haven't, you haven't, we, uh, we banned Ace from uh, the Quick Pop Podcast. This is the Quick Pop Podcast. He knows what he did. Vroom, Okay, yeah, no, this is the Quick Pop Podcast. Hi, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Ron, Ronchi. Yeah, I'm Ronchi Ron. That's Jake over there. Look at that. I'm pointing at him right now. This is a good boy. Yeah, no, I see you. I can see you. Yeah. No one else can see you, but I can. Uh, no, I, I could definitely, I could definitely see you. Like you're, you're looking, you're looking like a, a, a boy. <laughs> you look. Like... I try. <laughs> you, you... I get up every morning, and that is, that is my goal. Is you know, if I can just look like a boy. If you could look like a boy, then that's perfectly fine with all of us. But yeah, no, uh, we're here, Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, me and Jake. Um, as we uh, said, um. We banned Ace from uh, coming to this podcast today because he was wearing a CP Monk shirt. And yeah, uh, I mean, listen, listen, listen. If you're going to Collision and you're wearing a CP Monk shirt, Punk's going to kick you out the building. Yeah, he he has the power to ban you. It's just it. Listen, it's going to happen. Ace knew what he was doing. This wasn't one of those. Oh, somebody just blew up for no reason. No, Ace went in there. This was like Andrade a, a few uh, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Ace went in there trying to get banned. Ace knew what he was doing. He wanted a night off, and he took the cheap route to get one. Yeah, and the thing is that Ace doesn't even work on Collision. He works on uh, Dynamite. Don't yeah, understand like there? why. Yeah, why was, why was he, he even there? there? I guess like, he. This, this, he just wanted he just wanted to get get in some sauce. He wanted to make some headlines. Uh what Sean Ross Sapp wanted uh needed needed something for a, a slow uh news cycle. So Ace was like, you know what? I'm gonna start something. And he wore a CP monk shirt. Yeah. Ace just try to stir up that sauce. And if you want to stir up some sauce, good old JR Barbecue available online right now. Yeah, go over to JR's Barbecue, uh, type in the word quick pop to get 10% off of your current order at jrsbarbecue.com. Don't really That's do right. that. Don't. That's right. No, do <laughs> that. No, do that. Everyone, do that. And guys, if it doesn't work, and it should, they are now officially a sponsor as of right now, email at ace of spade cards and tell him that he needs to refund your money or he needs to buy you barbecue sauce he needs that, to do you both know, that he is, needs to do both he, is, he has to refund your money and he has to yes. give you barbecue sauce 
that is the quick pop Ron and Jake guarantee. Exactly, and and shipping's going to be really fast. I, I mean, there there are some rumors uh, that Ace, uh, he he's he's pretty quick about it. Like usually, just oh yeah, he, he, I, he I, 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 I've yeah. heard Ron, Ron, Ron. I've heard he can get it to you in under sixty seconds. Under sixty seconds. That that is absurd. But gosh dang, if there is anyone that could do it, it's Ace. Because he just does it in a quick pop, quick minute. This is a quick pop, quick minute. All right, this is the quick pop, quick minute. This is the quick pop, quick minute. It's designed to get out the wrestling news that we aren't primarily covering in the current episode. This is the episode that we're currently covering, and we are primarily covering certain topics in this current episodes. But in the quick pop, quick minute, we uh, don't talk about the wrestling news that we don't really uh, talk about in full length. We talk about the ones that we are going to go about maybe one or two minutes in the quick pop, quick minute. So first off in the quick pop, quick minute, WWE's women's tag team champion, Chelsea Green, has found a new partner in Piper Niven. Niven replaces the currently injured Sonya Deville who is currently nursing a serious knee injury. Stardom is in the spotlight after breaking the Corican Hall attendance record with approximately 1,519 fans watching their latest event live at Corican Hall, so congrats to them. Former WWE World Champion Nick Nemeth, also known as Dolph Ziggler, has been making appearances on both Being the Elite alongside his brother, Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth, as well as publicly supporting Ryan on social media. Ryan Nemeth is currently in the spotlight for a topic that we will be talking about later this podcast. So, yeah, I, this is the first time Quick Pop Quick Minute uh, coincides with the rest of the topics. And lastly, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship has not been defended in the last 130 days. The current title holder, Tyrus, has last defended the championship at NWA 312 on April 7th. And that was the Quick Pop Quick Minute. Okay, I know we have other topics to talk about. He really hasn't defended since then? No. Uh, he hasn't had a singles match uh, since then either. So what, he's only been doing like tag matches and stuff? I don't even know. Wow. Tyrus because is not like I'm, a big, big name for me. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm not going to lie and act like I watch NWA. I have no problem with it. Uh, I've tried to go to a few shows. It just didn't work out. Uh, wow, that's... Yeah, kind of like... It's crazy, dumb, and lame all at the same time. Yeah, no. Um, why is that a trend now in wrestling? That it's like, oh, it's cool if you have a title and you just, you know, don't defend it. I don't know, but I know that I think Matt Cardona was uh, talking about it. He's like, yeah, I try to get uh, get NWA in the spotlight. I I tried my best to pitch, you know, to to get the championship and whatnot, and I would defend that anywhere and everywhere. And he was just making a point that. He's a much better champion than uh, Tyrus. And he's right. Absolutely. He's also a much more entertaining character than Tyrus. Yeah, but um, you're absolutely right that uh, it's been a trend for championships to not show up on uh, television, to not show up on pay-per-views, and not be properly defended like the uh, champion that they are. Um, I guess we could just talk about it. What is going up with the bloodline? Going up, not going up. Well, what is what uh, is up with the bloodline? I, dude, I am so tired. <laughs> I think what you were looking for is that the storyline is going uh, down, down in an earlier round. Um, Sugar, we're going line, down. Yeah, 
we are going down, and I think they just stop swinging and are just falling. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's just let's just go into it. Um, we talked about here on the podcast last week that we were not a fan of the ending of SummerSlam. We thought it was. I even went on record of saying I believe that it is the finger poke of doom to the bloodline. It is. Yeah. If you've enjoyed it up until that point, good, because I have for the most part. I think it is the beginning of we don't know what to do. Let's stretch this thing out till whatever it is magical date that we have to end it. Um, And I think they just made everything worse Friday night on SmackDown. Okay. Um, I didn't watch SmackDown. Okay. Do you know what happened or... Should I regale you? Please, please, uh, talk to me with your audible mouth. Okay, I will first <laughs> give you just what happened, and then I will rip it apart as I did this weekend with one of my buddies, uh, explaining why it's stupid and how, with just a few tweaks, they could have salvaged something. Mm-hmm. So, um, Roman comes out, cuts his normal, you know, Told you so. I'm tribal chief. Blah blah blah. Um, and then somewhere during his promo, he looked at Paul Heyman and goes, "Where's Jimmy?" And so it's like, wait, is Jimmy with him? Is he not? What? So then Jimmy comes from outside, out of the crowd, and then he gets in the ring. And once he gets in the ring, Jay's music hits. Mm-hmm. Jay comes out, basically uh, grabs the mic and says, uh, uh, basically something along the lines of give me uh, uh, of uh, explain to me why you did it right now or else I'll super kick kick you basically uh, I'm gonna kick your face off mm-hmm. um, so Jimmy's Jimmy's reasoning for doing it is that he is not with Roman reigns uh, he doesn't care about Roman reigns he doesn't care about the bloodline he cares about his brother. And if his brother would have uh, uh, beat Roman Reigns, then he would be the tribal chief. And that he would then be no better than Roman. And that he would just turn into Roman. So basically, he saved his brother from himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Jay literally turned around and turned his back to his brother. And then Jimmy walked away. All disheartened. And I will give this. Roman Reigns still is in his bag with this character. He knows what this character is. He knows what this character does. He knows everything. Mm -hmm. Because the second Jimmy starts walking away, Roman just starts laughing. And then, like, as the crowd starts booing, he starts looking around and goes, Oh, come on. If there ever was an I told you so moment, this is it. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, okay, that's that's beautiful Mm -hmm. and and so um so then basically roman says a few other things and basically it'd be like i told you like you know it's been three years now you why haven't you learned this is all about acknowledging me so just acknowledge me and then like as he just keeps saying acknowledge me jimmy kicks it kicks his head in um solo goes for the spike jay misses jay kicks his head head in grabs mike goes jimmy hold up and then leaves the ring, starts walking to Jimmy, opens his arms out. Jimmy smiles, opens his arms out. Jay super kicks Jimmy, grabs the camera, and yells into the camera, I'm out. I'm out of the bloodline. I'm out of the Usos. I'm out of the WWE. And mm-hmm. then jumps through the crowd and le- leaps. Okay. 
Because I think the only thing that I really remember, I guess, from this weekend is that Jay Uso is now on the WWE uh, alumni page uh, on their website. And that is the only thing that I really kind of picked up on uh, with that. But it sounds like they're trying their best to salvage things, but it just does not seem like it's going to be a good good potato uh, during all of that. Here's here's the thing with me. So Jimmy coming and be like, "Oh, I did it because you're going to be Roman Reigns." That's stupid. That is stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, but since we've already apparently went with this stupid storyline of like, "Oh, you'll become just like him," what would have been better is if Jimmy would have been like, you know, like I did this. Because for you don't rock. need this. I did this. For the <laughs> I did this for the rock. Exactly. <laughs> it gets Sorry. Um, but no, if he's he's like, you, you don't need this. And it's basically like, so what if you win the title? Then and then like you just become him. But we're better than this. We're better than that. and like basically just basically been like, we don't need this anymore. You are so tangled up in this, you can't even see that Roman, whether you win or lose, is weighing you down and still controlling you. Forget them. And it's like, we don't need any of this. Mm-hmm. And if he would have went that route and then they beat him up and the Usos left together, I think that would have been more of an interesting storyline because it's like he was like trying to show Jay that it's like Roman, like no matter what, like this, like Roman wants us fighting. He wants this fight. He wants all of this. So screw that guy. Mm-hmm. Let's just bounce. If you're going to go the stupid, like, you know, he wants, uh, or, or like he feels that like if Jay would have won, it just would have drugged Jay down more, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like that to me would have made more sense. But either way, neither makes sense because as you so eloquently pointed out last week, tribal combat's supposed to be two man enter, one man leave. The whole tribe watches and they can't save anyone. Mm-hmm. So like. I don't know. This is this to me is just going to continue to careen off a cliff. Um and it'll be one of those things to where it was great just like the NWO. It was great for a while. It's now careening off a cliff, but the guy at the head of it is still at the top of his game. Right. So it's Roman will do interesting promos. Roman will make you care about it more than you should, but at the end of the day, it is now a flawed storyline that WWE is stretching out for the rest of the year. Yeah, um, I just kind of wish that they would have approached this differently. And, and I think the end goal is, of course, to have Cody and Roman again, but also to have uh, Jimmy and Jay, like as as a WrestleMania uh, match. But. Yeah, no, I I agree, and I think that's the reason uh, Jay walked is because Jay is about to have to be in and out. Because if Jay stayed on SmackDown, then obviously Jay and Jimmy, you have to start building to that. But if mm-hmm. he leaves, now you can give reason to why it's being stretched out. It's right. it's it's silly. Yeah, I, there's so many ways that you could book this, and they have decided to, I guess, uh, go to ChatGPT and pretty much wrote this. Okay, so it, it's like 
the bloodline was like the first four five seasons of game of thrones now we're in the last two seasons of game of thrones where everything is getting rushed and nothing nothing seems right the timelines are all off and um we're not getting what we want it, it doesn't seem like it'd be we were just think about this like a year or two ago we were so high on the bloodline uh, like we were even calling it the bloodline before they officially named it the bloodline and now it's like they're they're overshadowed by so many other different things that are going on not just in the wwe but wrestling in general um i i guess yeah bloodline the bloodline is not blood fine that's that's pretty much it the bloodline is not blood fine i like it yeah um i did read also uh while we're still talking about like wwe um that the becky trish match wasn't all that great but it has a lead up i did not watch raw okay um uh, or at least raw from last night Right, right, right. I will take your word for that. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like they're doing steel cage match. So they're doing another match, a third? Yeah. Oh, well. I think the fact that it wasn't on SummerSlam, it lost its steam. Yep. Which seems to be a trend right now. It just loses its steam. Like... SummerSlam wasn't like it was okay, but it was the the matches that we were most excited about were either not on the card or they were just executed very poor. Like even uh, I think a couple of like the uh, wrestling reporters said that I guess they shared the same sentiment about what we shared uh, last week about um, Roman versus uh, Jay that it was honestly the worst Bloodline match. Uh, out of this entire like story, out of yeah, this entire yeah, campaign, um, and it's it's just really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because now I think there was reports that Triple H is no longer on. I guess the board of directors. There's shifts going on. Endeavor is about to close a deal with WWE, and so many um, moving parts are happening with the WWE that it just looks like it doesn't have everything together um we could even throw in the whole like i guess cody cody seth and shinsuke versus the judgment day from like i think a week ago or something like that or even i think it was like this monday um they have shinsuke going heel finally which i'm i'm super super stoked and excited about um yeah i think it's going it looks like it's going to be simske and chef chef seth at this next chef chefske rollin rollin mura or something yeah 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 that match yeah yeah, yeah. um which i'm excited yeah Yeah. like if you let simske go and i think seth is the type of guy that will want him Mm -hmm. to like go new japan since uh simske um it could be very, very good. But just we've seen, like, kind of a toned-down Simscape for a while. Yeah. So I, I hope it's it's him going old school, because if you give me that... Yeah, if you give us Chaos um, Shinsuke... Yeah, with current Rollins... Yeah. That'll, uh, it, that'll it, be pretty, it'll slap. pretty good. It'll yeah, slap. Yeah. But uh, it, I guess it also seems like the uh, Cody Rhodes uh, 
storyline is going through the Judgment Day now. So, I've kind of thought this, mm-hmm. but I thought I had a more in my head a more creative way of doing this. But we're here. We're here. I feel like this is going to build up for the next three months, and at Survivor Series, Cody is going to lead a team versus Judgment Day in uh, War Games. Yeah, that would that would be fun. I, th- I think that's what we're going to get. Yeah, for. I, I would be I would be happy with that for sure. Um. There's a lot of things going on with AEW. A lot. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking about it. All Out is, like, not that far away. And then even even crazier, um, All In is the week after. And I don't know how they're going to plan two major pay-per-views back-to-back. It's going to be crazy. I think there was, like, only one... um, yeah there's one match announced for all in uh or all out um darby versus uh luchasaurus for the tnt title but yeah uh, which is weird to me because i really thought that it was going to be darby and christian right right now they're doing darby and christian on a collision so i guess it's going to actually be luchasaurus yeah um yeah it's odd yeah um I th- I thought since day one that it it is going to be tough to do these two back to back and not make all out feel like all into part two. Right, right. Um, because you know, like some of these matches are going to have to be, or or are probably going to be the rematches of all in. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, if what we on this podcast has predicted will happen in the main event of all in you could easily see all out being the rematch right. of that you know all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah like i don't know it'll be very interesting to see if they try to go with a lot of rematches yeah or if they're going to the people that aren't on all in they will spotlight them on all out and just pepper them in the main event guys it's possible um so right now, here's the card so far, and I was actually very surprised at this one. It's going to be the Zero Hour uh, match. Yeah. Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship. I was shocked at that segment when they did that. Yeah. I thought he was going to challenge them and be like, next week, let's do this, or like tonight or so. You know, like I thought that match was going to be on Dynamite. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to do it on the pre-show but also i will say this that is brilliant brilliant business strategy oh yeah because you put a big time match on the pre-show so anyone tuning into the free pre-show that hasn't bought the pay-per-view will uh, get one a good match but two you get a really good match that the crowd will want to already be in their seats for so you will have the majority of that eighty thousand in their seats in the pre-show Mm-hmm. So you get that crazy atmosphere on the pre-show to be like, yeah, don't you want to? Don't you want to watch this? Yeah, because it, it's not. It's less about Aussie Open, and it's more about the MJF Adam Cole story. Because I was, I was telling my partner, I was like, Adam Cole is getting ready to weaken MJF. Adam Cole is not going to do much in that match. 
he he is he is preparing for the coup and they even like alluded to it on like dynamite where uh you had a roderick strong come out and be like you know what what is going on what is this and then the kingdom actually came to roddy's support so i think i think you were talking about it uh last week that we're probably getting undisputed kingdom uh that's that's what i think by the end of all in and also more more importantly uh a new world champion so let me ask you this is is mjf and adam cole going to win the roh tag titles i don't think so okay if they don't this is what i think they do because i have two different things i want to happen one is um if they uh don't i think you have mjf potentially either kind of get like really pissed off that they lost you know mm-hmm. or you do something where it almost looks like kind of like how they've been teasing MJF's turning, you know, you do something that teases an MJF turn Mm -hmm. that way. People then are expecting the MJF turn and then you blindside him with Adam Cole. Right. Because the whole thing about Adam Cole saying ring of honor tag team is that Adam wants these belts and MJF is like, Oh sure. I'm going to do this for my best friend. Yeah. So, what I want more than anything out of this turn is either <clears throat> them to win these titles or to win Adam Cole wins. Like since the current title is Burberry, he goes back to like the original or something. I just want a moment with either the ROH tag title or the old Burberry title that was MJS where like the next night on Dynamite, something happens. They beat MJF down and Adam Cole just throws either the ROH title or the Burberry title at MJF and just goes, pick it up, Jew boy. I oh. want that. The crowd oh. will go nuclear. Oh. I want Adam Cole to throw a, a belt at MJF and say, pick it up, Jew boy. Because everyone will lose yeah. their the mind. Moment, the moment that you said it, I was like, I don't. That, because one, it's downright it, offensive. I know, but like he has mentioned it now, uh, multiple two different times, times. Yeah, yes, he now it, it has been in two different promos, like a year apart, and it recently was in a promo that he mentioned it again when he was basically saying the reasons why he's turning over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. I just I need that to happen, and I know some people would be like, "Oh, in today's culture, they're like, oh, it's so offensive." It's like, guys, the bad guy has to do bad things. Yeah, and if. Adam Cole, everyone says Adam Cole, baby, and cheers even when he's a bad guy. You get that guy to throw, uh, a, a, like, the old Burberry title at MJF and say, pick it up, Jew boy. Yeah, the next week everyone's booing that man. Yeah. And that's what you need. You don't just need Adam Cole to be the smug guy that some people like, some people doesn't like. You need him to be the asshole. You, you need him to cross that line. Yes, he... And, and in all honesty, for people to not to to actually boo him and not cheer him, he, like you said, he has to cross that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've the MJF Adam Cole storyline has surprisingly been like fantastic. I Adam Cole has been a wrestler that I've loved for a long time, mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to see these two wrestle. I knew I wanted to see these two go off on the mic. 
I didn't think I would get this from them too. Right. Right. And I think this. Listen, I'm not going to say uh, the Bloodline storyline up until SummerSlam has been great, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this has been one of my favorite storylines of the year. Yeah. No, hands By down. Far. By if, far. If they execute it the way we hope that they do, yes. this is going to be feud of the year, hands down. If they, if they can stick the ending it all in and then go from there to like try to build like the MJF chasing after the title, it will be amazing. It will be amazing. Give, give me the double turn. That's all yeah, I ask. I give me the, the double, double turn. turn. I need the double turn. I need that turn to happen and for you to have 80,000 people booing the crap out of Adam Cole. Yeah. It, it is going to be a main event that will make everything crazy. Um, yes. But yeah, the card, um, let's see. Darby Allen and Sting versus AR Fox and Swerve in a tag team coffin match. Um, which is interesting. I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen a cat tag team coffin match. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Uh, Hikaru yeah. Shida versus Tony storm versus Soraya versus, um, whoever wins, uh, Wednesday night between Britt Baker and, uh, the bunny. It's going to be Britt Baker. It's going to be Britt Baker. So that's, that's, uh, something that's on the card. And, uh, we are getting FTR young bucks three for the AEW tag team championship potential match of the night potential absolutely um ftr and young bucks and mjf adam cole are the two shows to watch i know that on on dynamite kenny is going to be uh talking i believe with jr about his future which i think will be a uh match at all in uh kanosuke Takeshita versus kenny omega so the rumor actually is that that match may get pushed down the road to all out. Uh-huh. I don't know why you wouldn't have that at all in. Yeah. But the rumor is it's going to be a six-man tag with um, Hangman Adam Page and the Golden Lovers versus Bullet Club Gold. Oh, that would be cool. That would be because cool. Because uh, Jay White basically said yeah. something about the elite and... The only true like Bullet Club OG, uh, originals is Bullet Club Gold, not the Elite. So yeah. it's rumored that that's going to be a thing. Yeah, we'll 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 see how uh, that that happens. Um, hopefully, yeah. no one is banned from uh, All In. Yeah, no, I, you you wouldn't want to be get banned from All In, All Out. You you just don't want to get banned all over, you know. Yeah. All in, all out, all over. You you don't want to get banned, but that's what's happening. That is that is literally what's happening in uh on on the uh the Saturday on the Saturday show for AEW. People are getting banned from entering uh the the show, and, and, and we're not talking about attendees or anything. We're not talking about um like fans of people. We're we're talking about wrestlers that are getting banned from their workplace. But why, Ron? Why would they get banned? I don't know. There, there is, there is a certain uh, uh, pretty Peter Avalon that's just going around saying, "No, you, you can't be on this show." He's doing it. No, it's darn Pete. Um, it's punk. It's it, it's, it, it's punk again. We're, it's we're, Charles Montgomery. It, <laughs> it's cream pie Mathers. 
cream pie mathers yeah good old cream pie mathers punk um but yeah no punk uh i actually i want to take time to do this entire excerpt on what is going on with uh the whole punk thing because it's it's really ridiculous it's absolutely it's it's wild i don't understand why someone has that power that's not uh either the ceo or an evp yeah so so, okay let's first before we do it let's for for the audience for anyone who doesn't know let's break down i'll break down like how things unfolded is it was reported i could just read the entire thing Oh, if you have it, Ron, you do yeah. it for him. There yeah. you go, boy. Let, let, let's hear those. So this was uh, this was taken by PW Torch. Um, headline was Punk staking out his territory in collision. Details on intense confrontation with one wrestler over critical tweet. But they also give a whole bunch of the background. Uh, and it goes, the relative, cl- the relative calm after CM Punk's return to AEW events earlier this summer, a result of separating him from top wrestlers he had backstage issues with and stationing him exclusively on collision, has come to an end. Punk took overt digs at Hangman Adam Page in a non-televised promo after AEW Collision aired last Saturday night and stories have begun to surface of Punk creating a bunker of sorts at collision events and even confronting wrestlers he sees as being aligned with his enemies and not him. Ryan Nemeth, Matt Hardy, and Christopher Daniels are reportedly among those Punk has essentially banned from attending collision events. Um, And Christopher Daniels, even though he's a wrestler, he's also head of talent relations uh, for AEW, so that's... uh, that, that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, so this is what happened. On Saturday night, Punk spoke to the crowd after Collision ended. Earlier today, I went to a local supermarket, and I figured why they call him Hangman, Punk said. It's because the pegs in the toy aisle are full of Hangman action figures because nobody wants to buy them. He's a peg warmer, unlike me, who moves merchandise and pops ratings and sells toys. And then everyone in AEW is saying, I'm the heart, I'm the soul, I'm the spirit. Well, that's objective. So he, Punk, once again, he goes into, um, he, he goes into work for himself. Okay, I will say this before we go any further. He's a peg warmer is a freaking good joke. Yeah. Um, it's a good yeah. burn. Um, it's a good burn. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's once again, it's, I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry. It's the same bullshit we've seen over and over again. Yeah. Um, with the, 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 with some of the, uh, apparently he has texted, not called, but texted hangman and apologize. Yeah. Um, which that sounds like doing the bare, most bare minimum of, uh, apologies when your boss tells you, Hey man, do something. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, what's crazy. You know, what's crazy though. What's that? Punk got on the mic and talked to an entire crowd of people about how, He's basically burying Hangman. Yes. And then he shoots a little text message to say, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Hanger, LOL. Like, I don't know. There there was a guy that once said, um, the, the apology should be just as loud as the disrespect. Yes, thank you. I was just about to say that. Yeah. So... Yeah, it seems kind of 
kind of on par like with Punk, you know? It seems like next week after his match and they go off the air, he needs to get on the mic and apologize. Uh, he's not going to do that. He's just going to sorry, not. sorry, hanger, LOL, my B. Um, but, but anyway, it, but... It, it, it gets crazier. Okay, so by all indications, that was not part of the planned attempt to build a match, but rather punk venting. Hangman has shown up to the Greensboro Coliseum before Collision, planning to record a promo for the following week's Dynamite. He was turned away and told the promo would have to be taped somewhere else, an incident first reported by Fightful Select. Punk's meltdown at the all-out media question and answer last year in- included him venting about Hangman, uh, taking what he felt were personal uncalled for digs at him months earlier on TV, which nodded him all summer. Punk reportedly also made it clear he didn't want Matt Hardy or Christopher Christopher Daniels attending Collision in person, according to a Wrestling Observer report last week. Daniels is a top member of AEW Talent Relations. Now, when Punk made an ad- unadvertised appearance at Dynamite on June 21st, PW Torch has learned that he confronted Ryan Nemeth backstage over a tweet where Nemeth indicated loyalty to the elite. Nemeth had referred to Punk as literally the softest man alive in response to Punk... And this one this one seems kind of weird. In response to Punk referring to the Young Bucks as counterfeit Bucks, when I think it was more so the Punk was saying that uh all the wrestlers you like are soft yes but uh nemeth is known to be close to the bucks as he appeared in there being the elite youtube video series um but it just it seems like there's a whole bunch of drama and honestly that was less than half of this article um there there was one part of this article which kind of made me uh (laughs) kind of popped me um when Punk first returned earlier this summer after his hiatus dating back to the prior year's all-out media question and answer, Khan stood up backstage in gorilla position with his headset on and started pumping his fist and chanting CM Punk enthusiastically as Punk walked by. The feeling backstage among wrestlers not in a position of power with a big contract is to lay low when it comes to Punk because you don't want to be what is essentially his enemies list. He literally has created a bunker. He has created a a room. He's created an echo chamber of glad-handing yes-men, uh, which is also is, is kind of a... Uh, kind of ironic, right? Kind of, yeah, right? yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me I'm sorry. Um, I just... We're talking about AEW, right? Right, right, we're right. We're, we're talking about Punk. AEW. You were talking about so, CM okay, Punk. Because you weren't talking about... Vince McMahon, were you? Because it sounded no, like you were. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, it sounds like I was talking about Vince McMahon. I got it, Okay, Jake, Jake, You're talking about Triple H, right? You're talking about Triple H. You're talking about how, you know, when Triple H and Stephanie was running stuff, you know, like, they just found themselves with ass kissers, right? That's that's who you're talking about? No, no, I'm talking about CM Punk. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking about CM Punk and AEW. Oh. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird, right? I know, it's weird. It's funny, it's... You know, Ron, you brought out a quote, so maybe maybe I'll bring out a quote. It's funny. Um, I believe a great movie once said, if you live long enough, you'll see yourself become the villain. Oh, yeah. I think we're here. Yeah. Oh, I, gosh, yeah. I Listen, I, I know we've been here, but, like, so it's, to me, it's three strikes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like... 
you know, there's the one with WWE, but then you could blame WWE because they are crooked, crappy company, right? Right, right, right. Then there's the Muffin Meltdown, right? Mm-hmm. And now after coming back from the Meltdown, they separate the shows, and you're like, okay, well, it could be Punk that's the problem, but it also could be a little bit of, like, the Bucks' egos and stuff, and maybe some of the Bucks' friends, like, defending them too hard, and maybe some of Punk's friends defending him too hard, and then this comes out. And I'm not saying we – listen, we are given – a story. We no, we're not there. We do not know that this is true, right? Um, <clears throat> there have been other stuff that, like everyone, like was pretty certain happened, and then like years, days, weeks, months later, it comes out. It's like, yeah, none of that was true, right? So this may not be true, but if this is true, it's just like, how do you not see that this is going down the same path? Yeah, yeah. Like I just the. I'm not saying that like, he's going to have another, like, muffin meltdown, but, like, he just... Like, he had, he had a little temper tantrum talking about uh, the, the peg warmer hangman. Yeah. And something yeah. that was completely unprovoked, as far as and, I know. Well, listen, like, there could have been a backstage incident that provoked it, but here's my thing. You have a live mic, you're on collision, no one in that audience has seen hangman all night. Mm-hmm. One... Why are you mentioning him? It makes no like it makes no sense other than to stroke your own ego. Right. Two, and this is the biggest one for me. Punk before the muffin meltdown and afterwards. He screams from the rafters that he's not here to, you know, make friends. He's not here for he, you know, this is a business. We all need to, you know, put on our big boy pants and do business and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. How does how does mocking Hangman and making him seem like he doesn't push merch and he's not popular? How does that help AEW? To, to to quote to quote um, to quote someone that I heard recently on like one of the media scrums, like in what way does it make sense to to middle your highest selling babyface? Yes. It it's like stepping on your own dick. Yes. I, I, who who here, had that quote? Who ha, who had that quote? I, <laughs> it escapes me. Who had the quote? Oh, I have no idea. Gosh, he probably likes muffins oh, though. <laughs> if, he he dude he probably loves muffins from yeah. Chicago. Oh gosh, Mindy's Bakery. Shout out. Uh, use use the if you want to have a good time. If you want to have a good time, go look at that. Go look at their message board. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah. No. He is doing everything that he said he absolutely hated. Yes. And it's uh, listen, really I, annoying. I I love the character CM Punk. Right. Mm hmm. I really think phil brooks is a detriment to himself and i really think phil brooks needs to get over this badass um macho straight edge bullshit yeah and he needs to take his ass to therapy right because i believe deep down inside that phil brooks is not a bad guy mm -hmm. i think Phil Brooks might be a little bipolar. 
<laughs> or at the at the worst, have anger management issues that he needs I to think find that's how more to appropriate. Cope with. Yeah, that he needs to find how to cope with. Because I mean, because... it's been seven years since yes. whatever happened with the WWE, and he has now dragged Colt Cabana into it. He's continually uh, bringing in Hangman. Um, it's just he is creating the environment that he never wanted in wrestling. And yes. the fact that if you point it out to him, he's going to ban you from AEW. And where, where, where is Tony Khan in all this? He, he is a much of a problem as Punk is yeah. at this point. Well, so it's interesting because I've, I, I read today that there is a quote from someone. This is not a quote from CM Punk. But they said that apparently the, um, uh, the thing with uh, Dolph's brother. Mm-hmm was because he was coming, he was going to, I guess, do something that night with Collision. And Punk was basically, went up to him and was like, hey, do we have a problem because of all that? And they had like a little confrontation. Mm -hmm. And because of that little confrontation, basically, Punk's thought was, this, if this guy, this guy you know, tweeted that, that stuff out, and, and like, basically, he didn't want somebody stirring trouble up because the Collision locker room right now is a cohesive unit and there's not a lot of drama. So he was, in his own way, trying to keep the drama out. Mm -hmm. And I get where he, where he thinks he's coming from. I get that. But the thing is, is sooner or later, they are going... It is going to be very hard with the current uh, collision roster to within a year's time not have ran through every possible match. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe a year and a half tops. And then you're going to have to either bring up people from ROH, hope they sign people and send them to your show, or blah, 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 you know? Yeah. So... Sooner like AEW doesn't have... sound attractive, like an attractive place to work. If all of this yeah. stuff is going on, more yes. people are gonna be like, "Oh, let's just go get well, the big payday from from uh yeah. from WWE." Oh, Triple H, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not just that, but what I'm saying is, like, people on Dynamite and people on Collision sooner or later are either gonna have to swap, mix, or something. So this whole, oh, I'm keeping these people out because they're drama and stuff. Well, oh, dude. Apparently, he see, has beef with Brit. He is beat with Britt Baker? Yeah. Okay, wait, explain that to me, because he, his first, like, run before the Muffin Meltdown was seeing her praises, he likes Adam Cole, like, what What happened with them? Yeah, um, I'm trying to find where this was, where this was reported, but there are reports that he has beef with Britt Baker. Let's see, CM Punk, That's Britt Baker. That's surprising. Oh, it was, it was because Britt was on a, uh, I think she was on a podcast and she mentioned, uh, his name and then he got pissed well, off. It wasn't his name. So, okay. It says Baker never said punk's name, but it's very clear from her response that she thinks his behavior was selfish and inappropriate. She says that scrum was heartbreaking and it was embarrassing and it was disappointing because it just felt like pretty much a disaster. That was definitely a time in AEW where I was like, 
man, this sucks. I think the scrums are really cool because it's after a pay-per-view and you get to speak to these wrestlers and it's a lot of emotion and in a way it kind of humanizes uh these very large in life uh wrestlers that you saw wrestle for 30 minutes in the ring or whatever um but that time needs to be used proactively and responsibly if i sit here and do nothing but tell you everybody i hate everything that i'm mad at or go through all the twitter lies about me and debunk them all that's not proactive and that would be selfish of me to use your time and the world's time like that i would rather I, w- I would rather let's put this freaking pay-per-view is the other stuff there of course are there people here i don't like of course are there things i don't like of course but i'm still a soldier for AEW, and i'm on the front lines i'm fighting for my team and i'm going to put it over wow yeah she said that this is very, wow it's very targeted very targeted very, yeah, like you know who she's talking about like you you cannot hear that and be like oh what did kenny omega do to brit you know no you you know who she was talking about wow okay so uh brit put him on blast yeah so there's there's apparently beef between those two well i wanted to eventually see adam cole versus cm punk maybe not i don't think that's going to be happening yeah, no, because if if uh, if he decides to open his mouth mouth about Brit, Adam will just be like, "Cool, I don't need your rub, and uh, you're not getting mine." Right. So it, it's just, uh. it's so wild how this CM Punk situation continues to yeah. be more and more sour, more and more like hate filled, and it's I am very it's disgusting. Interested. I am very interested if the reason Tony is doing this is because CM Punk, like, I'm just going to make up numbers and stuff. Like, let's say CM Punk still has millions of dollars left on two more years. Yeah. If Tony's logic between this is, well, if I just cut, if we just cut bait because of the muffin meltdown, we had to pay him all that money. Let's at least put him in matches and try to make money off of it. And I'm really curious if the plan is for CM Punk just to, you know, hey, we'll give you Collision. The network wanted another show anyway. So since the network wants another show, I'll put you over here. I'll make money off of you. And uh, here in two years' time, when your contract's up, peace out, Punker. I don't know, because, like, Tony Khan is such a CM Punk fanboy that he's literally, like, He's literally able to do whatever he wants. Like, apparently staff, AEW, not wrestlers, but staff are not allowed in the same building that he is in. That That's really, really, really wild to me. What are we going to do for, like, these uh, pay-per-views? You saying Christopher Daniels right now is the first time I've heard his name. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the wildest one. Because Dolph Ziggler's brother, like, if I'm to play devil's advocate, I can see where Punk's like, eh, you tweeted this out, you did this. I'm not saying Punk hasn't done basically the same thing, yeah. but I can see where he's basically like, are we going to have a problem if you're going to be on the show? I don't want you stirring stuff up because everyone here is on the same page. So I get that. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's right, but I understand. I get where he's coming from. The uh, Hangman Page thing that's just childish BS that he didn't need to, um, he didn't need to do that. If Christopher Daniels is one, it's kind of like, dude, 
he's literally like a backstage guy. I'm sorry that he's friends with the people that you don't like, but he's literally one of the backstage guys. He's not just a, a he's not a mid card to like opening match wrestler that you can be like, eh, we don't need him on the show. He's an right? ROH legend. Yes, well that too. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame of ROH. Yeah, and it. It's just wild because we do know from back in uh, when the brawl out happened, Christopher Daniels was involved in it, uh, trying to break things up, and he was witness to all of it. So um, that might also take a play into whatever is going on with uh, Punk. Now, that would be interesting if it isn't actually that Punk told him not to come, if it's that he cannot come because of, like... uh, uh, lawyers and whatnot. It's just, well, here was something that was like thrown out there uh, in the news. Throw it out, Ron. CM Punk was trying to get an audience with uh, FTR and the Bucks, like during, you know, planning uh, their big match at uh, All In, but uh, they were denied. Um, uh, Punk. Punk was told, no, you you can't be a part of this meeting. So I think Punk is trying to do something, but uh, the elite were like, you're just a problem right now. We don't want to deal with it. Um, Just go, go have fun with your uh, less than, less than uh, half a million uh, viewed um, show. Collision's not doing too hot. You just, daggummit, Ron. You just, okay, okay, but listen, I know we're saying the dude's a douche and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We can all agree, Collision has been a solid show. Oh, it's an amazing show. I love it. I love it more than I do uh, Dynamite. See, here's the thing, and this is the reason I wish he could just do whatever he needs to do and everyone needs to do to just shut up and make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. You take the best matches and stories on Dynamite, and you take the best matches and stories on Collision, and you combine them, you have the best wrestling show going. Right. Like, if you had this uh, Punk Samoa Joe stuff, FTR stuff, and the um, Bullet Club Gold stuff, with, like, the MJF Adam Cole stuff, the, uh, uh, the BCC stuff, and the Elite stuff, that's an amazing show. Yeah. Like, and then you just sprinkle in, like, Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen matches and uh, Andre Idolo matches. And, like, yeah. Like, no, it's uh, a great it's a great show. It, like, yes. fantastic. But there is obviously a brand split between, and this is, we joked about this, but now it sounds very, very real that it's basically the Elite versus CM Punk. And the only two that kind of threw water under the bridge is FTR and the Bucks. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just I don't I don't understand any any of this CM Punk garbage. How how can you hate Matt Hardy? How can you hate Ryan Nemeth? I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, Punk, but going going out into the ring wearing a SAG AFTRA shirt and then and then admonishing Someone that is actually walking the picket line for SAG-AFTRA? Like, come on. Come on, punk. 
Who are you talking about? Who's walking the picket line first? Uh, Ryan Nemeth. Okay. I thought you were talking about Hangman. I was like... Oh, no, no. No, no, not Hangman. Uh, Ryan Nemeth is. And it's been depicted, like, for the last seven, eight episodes of Being the Elite that he's physically walking alongside everyone where CM Punk is just like, I'm going to wear this shirt. I don't know. I'm I'm taking cheap shots at Punk because I just... Do you think the reason why viewership is so low is like, okay, we love the stuff that's going on. We see that the punk stuff is just going nowhere. Like, I, we'll, we'll just I watch where it's a happier place. I think place. viewership is going down for three reasons. One, it's Saturday night. Right. And they started it Saturday nights in the summer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everyone's out doing stuff. Now schools in and stuff like that. So like, yeah, people are going out on the weekends, but like you may have some people that'll be in on Saturday nights, you know? Mm -hmm. So like maybe, but still Saturday nights is to me the main thing. Uh, The second is I do think there's just this cloud over punk where you either like him and you watch him or you don't like him and don't want to see him on your TV anymore. Right. And then third is, I do think there is so much wrestling right now um, that it's like, I mean, if you, if you watch, like, Raw is three hours, so people pop in there, but, like, Raw's ratings dip the longer it goes. There, it used to be that Raw's last hour was the one everyone watched because, you know, the main event, the big storyline, everything's happening there. Right. The last hour is the one that people watch the least now. Um and yeah, like AEW has three shows. Ain't no one got time for that. No, no one got time for it. And so I think like Collision being your last show of the week, you know, after you had Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I think by the time it gets to Saturday, some people are just like, eh, I got it. Yeah. So. It's it's something. It's something that we're continually. Have, and we don't we don't even deal with it we're just spectators but the fact that it gets in the way of uh something that we're trying to consume just it's irritating it's irritating i just i i'm not a fan not a fan no 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 are you a fan yeah no i yeah no not no not, not a, fan. a fan not a fan uh like i said i'm i'm a fan of uh, the CM Punk character, but I'm I am not, not a, fan a fan of, of Phil Brooks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, slowly but surely, he's making me less and less a fan of his, and uh, I don't on. like that. I don't like it either because we we were both very very high on CM Punk coming back. Yeah, and I'm super happy that it's looking like all in. It's going to be Punk Joe uh, again. Yeah, and I I think that that match is going to be very very good. Yeah, I, I just, just, I just, it's, <sighs> it's not good. It, it's not a good look. It's never Someone, been a good look. Someone needs to get into CM Punk's ear and be like, "Bro." Someone needs to just fucking be like, Dude, chill. <laughs> go out there, do 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 your wrestling. Yeah, do do your get a manager uh, and shut up. <laughs> well, no, no, he can talk on the mic. During the show. Once the show ends, go back behind that curtain and shut up. Yeah. I don't I don't need your opinions on other stuff. 
Um, I, listen, it it doesn't bother me, but I know people that it does bother. Also, I feel like him, like with all these T-shirts with like political messages and social messages and stuff like this. I think that's a detriment. I understand for him personally, he feels like if I'm like not myself out here, then people are going to know it. So that, but I also feel like I, I just, I feel like there's a good number of people. That's kind of like a, even if they feel that way, they're like, I didn't come to wrestling for that, you know? Yeah. And so I am not here to tell him not to do it. I'm just saying I do think that that is part of the hindrance mm-hmm. and the part of uh, another part that makes people more standoffish of CM Punk nowadays. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't make me feel. Doesn't make me feel a good. Good. It makes me feel a bad. Bad. Bad, bad. It makes me feel a bad, bad. I because I oh, love. No. I, I want AEW to be amazing. I want AEW to be wonderful, and it is honestly the best alternative. But what good is the alternative if it's if it's uh, stepping on its own dick? And you too can step on your own dick with Blue Chew. Yeah. Just go to blue, just go to bluechew.com, Type in quick, quick pop, quick pass, and you'll get ten percent off your next order. Right. There we go. Um, I guess I guess we're good this week. I guess we're good. I, that's. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover? No, no I think uh, we think I, you, I, you think I, we I, stepped I, on our own I, dick enough. I think now that I just got the blue chew ad out uh, and made us that blue chew money, uh, I think I, we're good. We're paid. <laughs> we we're paid. Uh, you want to hear what I wrote for you uh, this time in the notes? Oh no, I've read it, but uh, you can tell the audience. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So this this week I said Jake stood up during previous podcasts with his headset on and started pumping his fist and chanting raunchy enthusiastically as Ron walked by. Which is something I do on the daily. Yeah, it, it is. It is. You guys don't see it. Um but yeah, it, it it's there. It's definitely there. But yeah, um, that's the show. Uh, check us out on Thread and Instagram and uh, I guess X or Twitter, whatever, uh, at uh, Quick Pop Cast. Uh, check us out on uh, Facebook at Quick Pop Podcast, I believe. Um, and then you can talk to us uh, individually and tell us why you love or hate uh, the peg warmer Adam Page. Um, so it's uh, Jacob Derek Six on instagram and uh twitter uh aces spades card on instagram and twitter and you can just follow me on instagram at uh i dot am dot raunchy um i just announced that i'm only going to be doing three more shows uh from here to uh the end of the year i i gotta take a rest the the old boy's not good the old tickers uh the, the well is run dry <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I guess you could probably tell, like, I'm just like, uh, I'm tired, but yeah. Um, that means everyone, I demand that everyone go to his website, find out where he's going to be. You walk through that beaded curtain and you buy that <laughs> smut. You buy all the smut, please, please buy all the smut. But, um, yeah, we, we did it. We or, did it. Here's or, a, yeah, hey, Ron, Ron, do you, do you yeah, do yeah, commissions? Do you do I, commissions? I do. I, 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 I do do, I, I, everyone I do do commissions. Go, go there and ask ron to 
uh, draw you the super the the young buck super kicking CM Punk. Ask them, ask him to oh draw gosh, yes. you Kenny Omega doing a V trigger to Don Callis. Ask him to draw you me holding the Quick Pop Championship above him laughing. Ask him to draw you all your favorite things. Ask me to draw some of them, some of them. I think we know which one. It's Kenny. It's Kenny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is the Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, take, take, take it out. Uh, here we go. Let's take it out. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>